Marcy Camper in the Washington Capitals shut out the New York Rangers. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up or leave some comments. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holney. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So your Washington Capitals, not only do they pick up a win, they get a shutout against the New York Rangers. We'll talk about that in the show. Then later we will talk about the bigger role that the blue line's going to have to play in John Carlson's absence. You saw that tonight. Increased minutes with Dmitry Orloff. You saw it with Gustafson. You saw it uh, with Orloff and Trevor Vans Reamsdyke out there. They're going to have to take on more minutes in John Carlson's absence. Then later in the show, we will talk about the hero of the game. I'm going to say Darcy Kemper, but just to get it going here, your Washington Capitals do, in fact, take down the New York Rangers in a convincing fashion. This wasn't, you know, them backing into a victory. This wasn't them winning by one goal. This wasn't a back and forth. This was a, a steamroller that just rolled over the New York Rangers as they got a shutout, a decisive win suffices to say. And that's what the Capitals were looking for. They want to continue to build this momentum. They don't want to just win these games by small margins. They want them to be decisive victories. This game saw goals by Connor Sheary, Lars Eller, Marcus Johansson, and Eric Gustafson. So that was getting that great production uh, all up and down the lineup, and it wasn't necessarily from the marquee names on the team. Again, Darcy Kemper, perfect, 32 of 32 saved. There's not a whole lot more that we can ask for um, from Darcy. I mean, I mean, he is stringing together really great wins. We'll talk about him a little bit later in the show, but the Capitals got this, the goals scoring happening early as Mojo scores on a five-on-three power play. Mojo, nine goals on the season. And, um, you know, he is turning into being one of these players that's really proving, you know, Brian McClellan right. You know, there was a lot of people that thought, you know, myself to a certain extent, why did the Capitals signed Marcus Johansson again. I know that he was a pretty good player years ago, but is he going to still be that great player? And I think that he has proven himself that, yes, he is, in fact, still a great player. He is a great playmaker, and uh, he has really great chemistry, and he's showing up on the score sheet, which is the most important thing. So just some really great production early, and that's one of the things with the Capitals. The Capitals always play that much better um, when when they when they score first, the records on it in particular are the Capitals are ten four and two when scoring first. So that is you know a pretty uh, telling statistic there that you know if the Capitals can get on the board, that's a good thing. And uh, we were seeing some other players inserted into the lineup in John Carlson's absence, most notably 
Alex Alexiev, and he got had a scoring opportunity in the first. And, you know, I am a little upset, I guess, for the most part, that John Carlson, uh, the top-tier blue line player for the Capitals, is out of the lineup. But if there's one silver lining for me, it's that you're going to be able to, to see these players that we've heard of for so many years. We're going to be able to see... Alex Alexiev, what he has in the tank. We'll be able to see what Lucas Johansson has in the tank. Um, so for all the people out there that are saying, why don't the Capitals get younger and younger? This is the opportunity. You're going to be able to assess what kind of players these younger players are. Um, as you know, that there is a myriad of injuries, even on the blue line now. Off the top of my head, it's John Carlson and Martin Faravari, two big players uh, missing from the Caps blue line. What is this team going to look like once all these injured players start coming back? Once TJ Oshie comes back, once Tom Wilson comes back and Nick Backstrom, your mind kind of starts to wobble that this might be a super team in the making because if the Capitals continue to have this kind of production just in this early, you know, with all these players out of the lineup, how will they be once they have Backstrom, once they have Wilson? And um, Oshi and Faravari back in the lineup. It really is kind of mind-boggling to think about. And just taking a look um, at the record here. So with the win tonight, uh, the Capitals move past their Metro Division rivals in the standings as they have won their sixth road game in a row to tie a franchise record. With their 4-0 win over the Rangers tonight, the Capitals have won six straight road games, five straight games overall, and have won 10 of their last 11. Would you have thought that anyone, just honestly, look at the camera, listen to the podcast here. If I would have told you this a month ago, that the Capitals would have gone on a tear like this, you would have laughed at me, but they're doing it. And they're doing it with a bunch of injuries. So hat, hats off goes to... The Capitals coaches, hats off, goes to the Caps players that are picking up their pace in these uh, multiple players' absences. Because if it wasn't for them, the Capitals would have continued, uh, you know, losing a lot of games like they were earlier. Um, and then the big thing, too, the Capitals are 21-1 and when scoring three or more goals this season. Um, so, I mean, just some statistics there on how the Capitals are going in the right direction. And uh, they're doing it on the backs of great goaltending. They're doing it on the backs of great goal scoring. And um, that was the real pleasant surprise. Dmitry Orlov will get the lion's share of Carlson's time. And you did see him play big out there. And he was getting some big opportunities out there. And, uh, you know, the Capitals in general are playing well. In the month of December, the Caps are 9-2-1. That's kind of mind-boggling, you know, just as we kind of recount and take a look at this team and who they are right now it seems like things are firing on all cylinders and things are trending in the right direction again if I would have told you this several weeks ago if I would have told you this a month ago that the Caps would be doing this great with all the injuries facing this team you probably would not have thought you are seeing production look at Lars Eller who was on the trade block not long ago Lars Eller Curl and Drake gives the Capitals a three to nothing lead. And then you get Connor Sheary with an empty net goal. So that's what I'm talking about is you are seeing all these players step up and play big roles. There was some, you know, kind of scary moments out there as Nick Jensen did in fact leave the game. Is there going to be yet another blue liner missing from the lineup? That's not what the Capitals need right now. They don't need 
Um, they don't need a blue liner, but they don't need another player, period, out of the lineup. But the Caps are making do with what they have. That's my big takeaway from this segment here. The Capitals with a decisive victory over the New York Rangers, 4 to nothing, a formidable opponent. This isn't like they're playing a lowly team. This isn't like they're playing the Coyotes or... Um, some other deplorable team, the um, New York Rangers are actually a decent team this year, and they found a way to win, and not just win, win in a convincing fashion, a shutout. That's something to be proud of, Capitals fans. You should feel happy. I feel happy. I feel confident. I'm kind of having that swagger. I know the Capitals are probably having that swagger that things are going in the right direction. They're trending in the right direction. So as you listen to this podcast Wednesday morning, feel happy with where this team is at right now. Despite the myriad of injuries facing this team, the Capitals are finding ways to win. All right, so after the break here, we will talk about the increased role of the blue line players on the Caps. With the absences, uh, absence of John Carlson and ultimately Martin Faravari, there are players that are stepping up. And it's noticeable. Them stepping up and they're playing increased minutes has helped this Capitals team win. There's no doubt. We'll talk about that next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. And guys, even if you're not into betting, you could bet on an upcoming Capitals game, like the Capitals take on the Senators. It makes watching the games that much more exciting. So head to the website today or use your mobile device. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked on Sports Today, available on YouTube, Odyssey, and wherever you find your podcasts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked on Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this episode, we are glowing in the fact that your Washington Capitals defeated the New York Rangers in a convincing fashion, a shutout, and they did it with Darcy Kemper. And Nat, we'll talk a little bit more about Darcy later in the show, but... In this next segment, we are going to talk about the increased role that the Caps defense, the blue line, is going to have to take on in John Carlson's absence. Peter Laviolette said he is not saying that John Carlson is day-to-day. He's kind of going to be out indefinitely, which means it's bad. Uh, We don't know how long he's going to be out, but pretty much don't ask. It's going to be a while. So what does that mean? That means players like um, Gustafson and Orloff are going to play increased minutes because, you know, those are the experienced players on the team. But you also saw it up and down the blue line. You also saw Trevor Van Riemsdyk and you also saw Matt Irwin playing a bigger role. So that is what you're going to see going forward. It is based on necessity. And like I talked about in the first uh, segment there, it is also a great opportunity uh, to see what some of these younger players have in the tank. See um, Lucas Johansson, see uh, Alex Alexiev. So it is a great opportunity uh, to see what the Capitals have. And I think that they have done a great job 
uh, thus far and uh, stepping up and playing a big role on this team. That's the big thing. Dimitri Orloff will get the lion's share of Carlson's time. Dimitri Orloff to uh, take on more ice time and leads the team with 23-27 in the game against the Rangers. Just, you know, plugging a lot of minutes in there. Trevor Van Riemsdyk, he finished with 21-27. John Carlson out. Gustafson is one of the blue liners needing to take on a bigger role. These are in my notes here. And that is what is going to have to be needed. I know that, you know, eventually we'll probably see Martin Faravari back at some point. Um, but the the players that are playing on this team now are going to have to play a bigger role based on necessity. They need to continue to solidify that blue line in John Carlson's absence. Now, listen, he is not John Carlson. That is, he is not just your average defenseman. He is a great two way defenseman. So he's it's not exactly plug and play with you know one of these younger players or. Um, you know, maybe a more of a depth uh, defenseman. So the players that are on this team that are, you know, top tier, see Dimitri Orloff, see Gustafsson and Van Riemsdyk, those guys are going to have to take on a bigger role to help solidify that blue line in John Carlson's absence, in Martin Faravari's absence, because those are two big pieces. And, you know, just being that we're talking about the blue line, let's talk about Matt Irwin and the crazy role that he's taken on on this team and done a really great job. You take a look at Matt Irwin, for example, a guy that was pretty much in the deep freeze. You know, you put him in the freezer until you need him and then thaw him out and put him out. And usually there's a little bit of a lag, but Matt Irwin has stepped up and played lights out for this Caps team all season long, if there's a guy that's earned a spot on this roster, most notably on the blue line, I would say it's Matt Irwin. And, uh, you know, in the offseason, people talked about, well, who's going to be the expendable blue liner? And everyone said, you know, Matt Irwin, you know, we, we never play him anyway. He has stepped up and played a really huge role. That is what the Capitals are going to need. They are going to need the entire blue line to step up. Um, if they want, you know, to help keep this Capitals team moving in the right direction, they are getting great production right now. They want to keep that rolling as, you know, we're almost at the halfway point of the season. And then, you know, once you're at the, after the halfway point of the season, that's when things really kind of start to tighten up. That's when you see trades take place as the trade deadline is in March. So there are a lot of questions that Brian McClellan and company are going to have to answer. Are they going to have to, you know, if John Carlson isn't back by the trade deadline, you know, God forbid, that's a long ways out from now. Are they going to have to sign someone to fill that position? I ultimately hope that they don't. I hope the Capitals have enough in-house, you know, based with a lineup ad, you know, Alexiev and Lucas Johansson and whoever else, uh, you know, that can help fill this team. You know, you take a look at Matt Irwin, a guy that was revered as a depth defenseman, stepped up, played really big all season. So they don't have to go out and spend draft picks or, you know, make some silly trade just to get a, a blue liner on this team. I think the Caps have it in-house and everyone talks again, you know, like what, what is the future of this team? Let's give some of these younger guys an opportunity, see what they have in the tank. Um, and that would be the best thing going forward. All right, so after the break here, we will talk about the stellar game of Darcy Kemper. He is playing lights out. Darcy and Charlie Lindgren together are one of the best tandems, if not the best tandem in the NHL. We'll talk about them next. 
Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about the stellar performance of Darcy Kemper. You know, in the offseason, we talked about, you know, what moves are they going to make to help solidify that net position? Are they going to give qualifying offers to Ilya Samsonov? Are they going to give one to Vitek Vanacek? As it turns out, Brian McClellan said, nope, I saw over the last two years what we had in the net. I'm going to make a change. I'm going to do an upgrade. And he swung for the fences and connected by signing the biggest name free agent on the market, Darcy Kemper. And what was the rumor mill swirling out there when they signed him is that, you know, he played really well with the Colorado Avalanche. Would that translate to the Caps? As it turns out, it has. But he wasn't done there yet. He also signed Charlie Lindgren, kind of an unknown name in the NHL, also a really great player. So when you think about it, the Caps have been really lucky and most lucky, I would say, by having Darcy Kemper on this team. Kemper saved 32 of 32 shots. Kind of unreal. Kemper has posted a record 5-0-1 record with a 1.50 goals against average and a .949 save percentage in two shutouts in his last seven starts dating back to November 23rd. Darcy Kemper stopped all 32 shots he faced against the Rangers, earning his third shutout and 10th win this season. The Capitals are the only team in the NHL to have two goaltenders with 10 wins. Kemper's three shutouts this season are tied for first in the NHL. So, you know, when you hear about a lot of the big names, netminders out there, you hear about Vasilevsky, and you hear about Swayman and Allmark and all the, you know, in Boston and just, you know, Shesterkin and uh, all the big names around the league. As it turns out, we have the best netminders in D.C. And there's no real debate there. I mean, as of right now, the stats that I'm rolling off there, the Capitals are loaded in net. And, you know, it was it's a great position. You know, I kind of hoped that they would be in this position when they went out and signed Darcy Kemper. You know, I was very excited, of course. I know that he was affiliated. He had just won a Stanley Cup with the Colorado Avalanche the year before. So on paper, I thought, you know, this is a good thing. This is a good position for the Capitals to be in. And then, you know, I heard more and more people say, well, are, is, is that going to translate to the Capitals? You know, and then they went out and signed Charlie Lindgren, which, you know, I guess he played well in the AHL in, in a brief stint with the Blues. But who is he really? As it turns out, we've had the best netminders right here in D.C. And, uh, you know, that as the Capitals netminders go, so goes the team. The Capitals are doing well on the backs of their stellar netminders. Um, you could make the argument right now that what position would the Caps be in right now if they had gone all in and said, you want to know something? I don't want to move on from Samsonov. We drafted him really high. We don't want to give him up. And Vitek Vanacek, you know, we moved heaven and earth to get him back from Seattle. We're going to just stand pat with what we have. Do you think the Caps would be doing as well right now with that tandem that we had the last two years? Definitely not. So you can draw lines to this team's success based on who they have in net. You can draw those two, Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren. And Charlie Lindgren really needs to be in that, you know, conversation as well. I know that Darcy Kemper is more of a household name in the NHL, but Charlie Lindgren, you know, stepped up and played 
admirably. He stepped up, and even better than admirably, he played above and beyond everyone's expectation in Darcy Kemper's absence. So for Brian McClellan, tip of the hat for him for having a really a good eye for you know solidifying that net minding department because. Again, if we would have had to struggle one more season with that inconsistency, that would have been a tough pill to swallow. And just take a look as Darcy Kemper keeps rolling and playing better and better and better. Um, you know, to get a shutout, that is, you know, decisiveness. That isn't, you know, allowing in a couple goals. He was a brick wall in net for the Caps against the Rangers. And that's all we can ask for going forward him is that continued um, stellar play in that to continue to be a brick wall. And you want to know something when he needs a night off, they have a good backup in Charlie Lindgren. I feel confident in Charlie Lindgren. If I hear that Charlie's in net, I'm not like, Oh, well, how are they going to play? Like I did last year. If you guys remember last year, you know, is it going to be Sam Sonoff? You know, he played two good games and then he lost a bunch in a row or Vitek Vanacek, kind of the same thing. You don't have those same feelings anymore. You have the feeling that, you know, we have Darcy Kemper is a good number one and Charlie Lindgren, who is a really, really close number two, like this far apart. Um, so there's not, you know, it's almost a one, one, a situation. So the caps are in a better position than they've been in, in years. I would say better than since back to the Holtby Grubauer uh, tandem. So just a really great tandem. And I do feel confident in this team going forward. Despite everything that was said, despite some of the things that I may have said, I think the Capitals are in a great position to do things in the postseason this year. Um, I, am I going to say they're going to win a Stanley Cup? I'd love them to. Are they going to do it? I don't know. But all I know for sure is they are trending in the right direction. They picked up a really solid win tonight, and they are stringing together wins. And it's a team that's binding together despite the myriad of injuries, despite everyone panning them to, you know, not be nearly as good this year. Look at what Alex Ovechkin has done. Look at what the net, net minding tandem has done. Look at the blue line stepping up. Look at the forward, uh, the forward stepping up. I mean, you're missing Backstrom and Wilson, two huge pieces out of the lineup and the Capitals are finding a way to keep winning. That speaks volumes of this team. Don't ever doubt them. You know, every team out there is going to have high points. They're going to have low points. It's not, it's easy to dwell on the low points, but people don't often want to dwell on the high points. Capitals fans, that was a statement win tonight against a really great Rangers team and the Caps shut them out. That is a big statement. And as if that doesn't, you know, solidify your hope in this team, at least in part, when you consider all the injuries that are on this team, uh, it's a great time for me to be a Capitals fan. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. Now make Locked On Sports today your second listen. Peter Bukowski brings the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports Today podcast available on YouTube odyssey and wherever you find your podcast so once again thank you for joining me on this edition of locked on capitals where it's your team every day my name is dan holming and i'll talk to you again next time